0: Welcome to another episode of the X-Experts Divorce Etc. Podcast, where we give you all kinds of information and tips on everything divorce. Why? We've lived it, so we get it. We're Jessica and TH. And keep in mind, you can get X-Experts in your inbox by signing up for our newsletter, get the latest news and find out all about our events before anyone else, plus access special discounts and prices. Head to xexperts.com to subscribe. Welcome, everybody, to this episode of the Divorce Etc. podcast. We're super psyched today to have Wendy Lowy Sloan, uh, who is the co-host of the Divorce Doesn't Suck podcast, and also has her own podcast, What's Up With Wendy? She obviously has been divorced, and um, we are going to be talking to her all about what she wishes that she knew and some great tips and things that you can be looking out for yourself. So you can learn through her own experience for your divorce process. So thank you so much for taking the time being with us today, Wendy.
1: Oh, I'm so happy to be with you guys. I love you girls so much. So thank happy. We, connected.
2: we We knew from the beginning that like Wendy was one of us totally. and one of us is you know, divorced and moving forward and positive and full of energy. And so that's like what everyone should aspire to is to be one of us. If you're stuck, this is
1: where, <laughs> this is where you can Don't land. you want to be that's us? Right. No, but, but where we
2: are.
0: So that's where we, one are, where we are now, so, where we are
1: now. Not that it was so, so bad, but you know,
0: yeah. Well, I yeah. think that, you know, it's a lot of like people trying to get through it. And sometimes depending on how early you are in the process, it's like so hard to see the light at the end of the uh, end of the tunnel, you know, you're covered in this dark cloud. So we yeah. always like to sort of overemphasize the fact that yes, we're years out, but mm-hmm. everyone will get to that point. And then yeah. everyone will recognize they're so much better on the other side. That's
1: true. Very yeah, true. Totally. Very, very true. It takes so, time, but you'll get there. Let's, so let's do a little bit of history
2: on wendy yeah. so tell us quickly how long were you married how many
1: kids how old were you when you got married okay i was 33 when i got ma- 32 when i got engaged 33 when i got married 34 when i had my first child my, wow. my son the love of my life and 35 when i had my daughter the sunshine of my life i would say yes. <laughs> that's good so that's a good. little bit older a little bit older i had my career first and um then I was felt that I had accomplished everything, and really, I wanted to be a mom, most of all. Tell yeah. us about what your career was. I was a television producer for Phil Donahue and Geraldo Rivera. Had a wonderful, thriving, amazing career in New York City. Those days were like some of the best days of my life, literally. Covered right. John benet Ramsey, which is like now all over the news, yep. and the O.J. Simpson trial, and... Um, I, there's so many to count, but I was so blessed to have like two amazing bosses. Yeah. Did you keep working once you were married and had kids or when did you decide to leave the business? I left the business when I got engaged pretty much when I got engaged, I was going to be a stay-at-home mom and I had pretty much, I was burnt out too. I mean, I had come off of doing two shows for Geraldo, a celebrity show, the news show, and um, there was no way that you can work in that business, as you probably both know, um, and be a full-time mom. You just you can't, it's hard to do it. You can do it, but it's, it's hard. And I wanted to be home with my kids. And I felt that I kind of accomplished everything that I said that I was going to accomplish that I wanted to accomplish. And I didn't think there was much more for me at that point. So right. I wanted to give everything to the kids. So the timing was
0: right. The timing, the timing was, was right was, for you. The
1: timing was perfect. Yes.
0: Right. So awesome. let's like transition over to the divorce stuff um how long had you been thinking about divorce before you guys actually decided to get divorced or had it not
1: been on your mind at all and was it something that was brought to you it's a good question it's a very good question i don't think i was thinking about divorce at all i just knew that it was kind of like after september 11th we moved out to the suburbs and was in this big house, these two kids, my full-time nannies. And I kind of felt like I'm doing this on my own anyway. And he worked a lot, which was fine because I worked a lot when I was working too. And that was okay. I just kind of just felt that I was doing it alone. And I felt that I really wasn't in love anymore. And Mm -hmm. was I ever in love? I don't know. I can't really answer that question to this day um yeah. i don't i wouldn't and with that said i wouldn't change being married to him or that time for anything because i have my two kids right i wouldn't have them without that and there was nothing malicious there was nothing terrible there was no cheating there was no scandal there was no nothing i just kind of felt that it wasn't working for me and we did try marriage counseling and that wasn't going to work then it, it didn't work at all we were just basically you know going round in circles and you know, I just don't think people really, really change. Um, and I just didn't see us going anywhere. And basically I think I remember one session I was in there and I was like, I'm done, I'm getting divorced. And he's like, and the lady goes, time's up. And he goes, you want to go have wings? And I was like, okay. And I just, it became a business deal to him. It became very ugly. And, um, I don't think there was a time where I said, oh, I I think it was that moment, actually, that I just told you, like, I'm going to get divorced. It just like kind of came on and um, there was no time for me to stop and think about the divorce and the process and what that meant and everything else. But I think for him, it became because he's a businessman, it became a business deal. Mm -hmm. And it was like, I'm going to knock off all the big attorneys. I'm going to this is what I found out later. And for me, here I was stuck with my, not stuck, but it's a bad word to say. I was with my kids being their mother and you have to be a mother first and foremost, no matter what, and you have to hide everything as best you can. And you have to, you know, still be there for them. So it's, I think it's really hard for the, for the moms.
0: Yeah. How long were you married before you started feeling like this isn't really what I was hoping it would be?
1: Um, We were married for nine years. Um, I don't, I don't, I think it was just, just happened. I don't remember, I really don't remember the moment. Okay. I mean, I was so involved with my kids and so madly and still so, but so madly in love with being their mom and their activities and their life that I just think I just kept going through the motions. Would you, you know, would you understand? I just kept like, yeah. Doing it. I I think it was really that moment in therapy that I was like, okay, I'm done. Like I want to get divorced. And then it became his business deal. That's how I look at it. There's always three sides to every story. Right. But that's my take on it. And then,
2: yeah, go ahead. So how did he react? He took it as a business deal, but, you know, as you know, looking back and we all know the process of divorce is the business and then the emotional side of it. So if he's handling the business side of it, what was the emotional side of it for both of you? Because
1: that's what- I can't kind of really- see the groundwork I can't for, really speak for him. I don't, I'm not comfortable speaking for him. For me, um, I didn't think it was gonna get as ugly as it got. And it was all financial. It wasn't anything to do with the kids' ugliness. Um, obviously that was a little bit of a part of it. I just couldn't imagine like not spending one waking moment without my kids. Right. Um, And I had them the majority of the time. I mean, I had, you know, them, he had every other weekend and that was that. And I think that was the hardest part, not being with them and not being their mom during that time and letting go. It's like hard for us. It's hard for us moms when we're used to be doing everything. But, um, I think I can't, I don't know how it was for him emotional. I'll probably never know for me. It was emotional because my kids were emotional Mm -hmm. Right. How right. Old were I they, at the time. Yeah. They were seven and eight, and I think eight and nine, about around that age. They were so, they were young. They were young. But you know, I saw them every weekend still because they were so involved in sports. So that was the good thing. The good thing was that I saw them every weekend. The bad thing was is there was no time for Wendy because I went to all their events. So the couple of days a month that I had off, you know, off when they weren't in my home. Yeah. I didn't really have off because I went to all their events because they expected me to be there. They wanted me to be there. Right. So you said something
2: before that, you know, not being their mom all the time. And I just wanted to bring that to your attention because we are their moms all all the time. time And you just completely validated that by saying you're physically there too, but like your kids are still going to call you on the weekends that they're not not with you. So I don't want people to like, get nervous that, on you know, your spouse's time with your kid that you're not still their parent. My kids called me all the time, even though, you know, they weren't physically with me. And you never stop being their mom. No, so sure. I know. And, I and know my kids your called kids me all felt the that day. too.
1: Yeah, yeah sure they, they called me all the time. And yeah, we, I mean, all the time. And I didn't mean to say like I'm not their mom. I am their no, mom. No, no, no. I
2: just mom. wanted to make it clear for everybody yeah. listening because everybody feels that way when
0: you're not with them. And it, in the process of divorce, it's like on the one hand, there's all of this mom guilt about it. But I always tried to look at it as like, listen, I have time off from my kids and I don't have to feel guilty about it because that's just what the situation is in divorce. It's not the same, I felt, I was trying to justify to myself. It's not the same as us being married and me being like, I need a day off. This was like, i can't do anything about it they're entitled to their time with their dad and bonus that means i can go get a massage or take a nap in the middle of the afternoon and i don't have to worry about it so i always feel like for people who feel all of the mom guilt which by the way whether you're married whether you're divorced whether you work whether you don't whatever the case may be everybody has so much of that parenting guilt Mm for yeah. not being as good as we wanna be, even though we're all great. So right, right. I, I think it's really more about kind of like reassuring ourselves and everybody else, like, of course, where their parents all the time but when one of the upsides of divorce is that you get time off new time but see with me
1: it was so different because nobody in my town was getting divorced yeah so i was like the i was like the mom this is so long ago now it's like everybody's getting divorced i feel like but you know there was no podcast there was no there was no groups there was no anything so i kind of felt like oh god i'm not with my it's weird to walk away Listen, no one was getting divorced. That's the bottom line. I'm at a football game and I'm walking away without my kids. Right. Weird, weird. Yeah. It was weird. It was like hard for me because yeah. I wasn't that mom. I was the mom that was, you know, with my kids all the time. I wanted to be with my kids. You know, I didn't want to leave them with babysitters. I didn't want to do it. I wanted to be right. with my kids. Right, right. What would you say is like the top thing that
0: you wish you knew? before you got started in your divorce process
1: now retroactively
0: looking back
1: take a deep breath take your time find out what my state was Connecticut what is the laws there because I felt very rushed to find the right to find an attorney I did not find the right attorney not the first time not the second time it was not until much later in my in this process when my kids were almost aged out, that I finally found the right attorney when I had to go back to court again. Um, he didn't do it. My first attorney did not do a good job for me.
0: Can and- you can you elaborate a little bit on that? Because TH and I often talk about the fact mm-hmm. that people's knee-jerk reaction is like the first thing I need to do is go find a lawyer. And we, through ex-experts and through the divorce, etc. podcast, mm-hmm. try to really encourage people to do exactly what you're saying. Like, Figure out the questions you want to ask and the questions that you need to ask when it comes to finding an attorney. Like maybe a divorce coach is a good, you know, person to have on your side. So when you look back now and you say that you didn't find the right attorney, help people understand what that means so that if they're in a similar position, they're going to recognize the signs and know that they also don't have well, the. Well, first right.
1: of all, he knocked off like all like the, supposedly the top attorneys because you just make a phone call. And your death. Right they, now he's con-
0: now he's consulted with them and now they can't represent you.
1: Correct. So right. those were the those were I wouldn't have probably even cho- chose those attorneys anyway. But, you know, I was look Googling like an attorneys and I found one interviewed him. He seemed like the great guy. I should have seen the second one, the third one, the fourth. I should have kept interviewing. But the problem so is you is should that have had multiple I have, consults. I before felt choosing like I was one. rushed to do it. I didn't have the time. Because as it was, all my friends were coming to help me out, um, you know, getting the kids off the school, but there's, there wasn't enough time to do all that, right. You have to get yeah. all your paper, all your stuff together. Yeah. So much yeah. I wish I had had like somebody that I knew that had gotten divorced or a coach or something that also would have probably saved me time and money because I, instead of texting my attorney every five seconds or emailing right. them getting build up, this would have been a, a much cheaper route. But I didn't take my time. I didn't find the right attorney. I didn't Google what the laws are in the state.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: My, and, and that's really important because in every state it's very different. So I feel yeah. like if I had done that, and I would have just been like, there's no, there's no, you're not rushing me. I don't have to be rushed. I can take my time for a year to find the right attorney. I wished I would have done that and I didn't do that. Mm-hmm. So that's my biggest, my biggest advice is take your time. Find the right attorney, interview as many as you possibly can, gather, up. and some of them do have fees. So I know that it's difficult for people, but that maybe that consultation fee is worth it too. Right.
2: I would also say kudos to you for firing or finding a new attorney because I think a lot of people forget that the attorney works for you you don't work for your attorney right right and you were strong enough to say you know what this is not working for me I need to find somebody else and actually do it yeah because people say a lot of stuff but don't actually put it into play right so kudos to you for doing that twice and and really like taking control of your life and your destiny because you could have just simply gone along with the first lawyer
1: and done what you well, were told. I kind of did. I kind of did. I had my trial with them. So that was, I didn't get out fast enough, but then through the other ones, I, it's just. But you still got out. Is all yeah. I'm saying. And I, wouldn't system, downplay it. I wouldn't the downplay is, it. The system is not, is not great, especially where I live. I don't feel like the system is great. It's not great for women. Um, it's tough. That's the tough part. And you're, you know, you're, I was a different person. I was a mom then. I wasn't um, this, you know, big, bad television producer. I was, you know, you you get different emotions when you become a mother, right? Right. And I just, I didn't have that tiger fight in me and I didn't want to fight, but it became just, it was, it was a long process. It was a very um, long, difficult (laughs) process. Well, because
2: also heading to trial, even if you want it out and I want it out of my marriage too. And I was also dragged to trial. You have no control. Like yeah. you can control so much, but, but the really big things you cannot control. Yeah. So that's why everything that we do on X experts is really focused on do everything you can to try mm-hmm. to settle everything you can. Don't let it be because of you, that you're not settling this because then some stranger is gonna look at an antiquated law and say, this is how it's gonna be. And guess what? You, I would, have, I would have
1: tried. There was just no, for me, there was just no, I had to go this route. I was destined I did to go too. this route. If you're enjoying our Divorce Etc. podcast, be sure and subscribe to our newsletter to
0: get ex-experts in your inbox. It's free and includes tips from real life experts who've been through it, telling you what they wish they knew. You'll also hear about our upcoming episodes and Q&As with our experts. Plus, you'll find out about our upcoming events before anyone else and get access to discounts and preferred pricing. You can sign up at www.exexperts.com.
1: It was just the yeah. way it was, unfortunately. And, um, you know, you can't look back. What, what? You know, I did the best I could with that. Yeah. The, yeah. the, the most important thing was that the kids were okay and the kids of were course. great and I, you know, I'm their, I was their mom and I'm their mom and I'm going to always do the right thing by them. And that's another piece of advice I would always say, like, I was so accused of talking about their dad and bad mouthing that I never did that. Right. I never did that because what good would that do for my kids? Nothing. And yeah. also
2: hearing you speak badly about their father is something they would never forget. Jessica and I also never did that. Yeah.
0: Right. It's like my number one rule of divorce. So what would yeah. you say that you want other people to know about divorce based on your experience?
1: I just say like, I just, you know, I know it's not easy. There's so many people also that I know are sitting in marriages that they're not happy with. Life is just too short. Yeah. Um, spend, I, I did spend a lot of time alone after my divorce. I didn't start dating right away. I mean, I dated at first, because I needed to get, figure out, I needed to be Wendy again and not my kid's mom for a minute. Right. Like I needed right. to find myself again. And cause you know, you get wrapped up in all that motherhood. It was like, Oh, I got, I'm going out, I'm getting dressed up I'm going on a date. This is so exciting. Um, I, I, and then I did that. And then I realized like, I'm good. Like I had such a great community of friends around me. Um, I was put in such a cocoon that I always, I didn't care if I was the third wheel. I went out with my my friends that were married. Like I just went to dinner. There was always something to do. Always someone's house to go to dinner at. Always a friend to go out with. So I never felt alone. And I never felt like I needed anyone because I was busy being my kid's mom. Like it's a busy life. Yeah. Um, so take your time. Uh, don't rush into dating. Um, don't feel like you have to be with somebody. And I, I really didn't, I, and I really didn't date. I mean, I dated, but it was like one day just to go out to dinner to have conversations with a man. Like right, that right. Was really the, it, I mean, I think my advice is to take time for yourself. My, I mean, I took a lot of time to myself and I was comfortable with that. And some people might not be, but take some time for yourself and figure out who you are and what you want.
0: I was going to say is there anything that you think you could have or would have done differently in your divorce now looking back
1: in the pro- in the process uh get a better attorney okay one definitely yeah. get a better attorney and take my time the, the, the same things okay. um, i don't know if my if my divorce would have went in any other direction no mm-hmm. matter what i did i just think that my ex-husband was going to just this is the way it was going to be. Mm-hmm. So, and I have, I have no hard feelings, no negative feeling. I can't live with that. Like, I just have to have peace and, and it is what it is. Unfortunately, if it, I wish it was different. I wish that he would have come to family dinners and been around and he would have been kinder to me because yeah. I'm their kid's mom. Yeah. Um, that's all. And, I and would you say, were his oh.
2: wife. And your women.
1: Like, more, yeah, but more importantly the kid's mom, like you, you, you know, that's a big reflection on how they see things. Too. Right. So treat me. Right. Well, model a good, healthy relationship. Yeah. Right. But I don't think mine would have went any, I just think, I just don't think it would have went any other way.
0: What, what so do you was think was the hardest? What was the hardest part of your divorce?
1: All the trials. Hmm. Yeah. All the trials, just because I remember, I remember my girlfriend would come pick up the kids off the school bus and I would be like, you know, going to court. So I'd be all dressed for court clothes, which, you know, I didn't even have those kind of clothes anymore. And I changed my car before I got home to be like in my yoga pants. So I was like, you know, that's what my kids, they didn't see me in suits. They didn't see me dressed like that. So it was a whole different thing. So I, I think, you know, it was all, I, it was always like, I got to make sure that I'm come back as their mom. So it took a few minutes in the car to cool myself off, change my clothes and get in the house and be the mom again. Um, And I think just, I don't know, the whole, it's just not, it was just not a fun process. It all sucks. Litigating has got to be hard. Litigation sucks. And I think it just took away so much. Time mm-hmm. and so much life, right? And it's energy, like, yeah, yeah, just all that. I just wish it was different. I wished it would have been different. I wish we would have, you know, mediated or got along or been like, "Well, we just took our separate ways." And I wish that for everybody because yeah. life would be so much easier.
0: Was there anything yeah. easy about your divorce at all?
1: No,
2: not really it's hard to find something easy when you're litigating. Like I'm trying yeah. to think of an answer to that question. And really you have to like put on a different face when you come home, not even just your clothing.
1: Yeah, Like
2: you were just sitting in a Who courthouse being questioned and not being able to show emotion, so
1: ugly. not being able to house.
2: stand up for yourself. And then you're going to come home and be like, rah, rah, mom. And it's, that's, it's just, it's just really, really hard and literally, mine went on. to
1: like decompress yeah.
2: after something like that. Mine
1: went on until my kids were almost going to college, put it that way. Oh, and wow. the last, the my last one with my last lawyer um, who really just was amazed. She's like, just don't, just let it go. The kids are going to age out. And I'm like, no, I'm going, I'm going for it now. And I was really strong because I had her as my attorney yeah. and she, yeah was like, it just, it made all the difference in the world when you have a good attorney.
0: Yeah. Yeah. What's your late
1: teammate? What's she's, your yeah.
0: relationship with, now with your ex or is there one at all?
1: Mm, there's none. Okay. Yeah. There's okay. None.
2: So what changes have you made in your life since your marriage for yourself personally and professionally?
1: Let's see my life. What changes have I made? Well, I moved into another house after I finally sold the big house, which took forever and ever, and ever, and, ever. Um, and what changes? I don't think there was many changes. I ex- explain that a little bit more. Well, so is there when, anything that you yeah. that, like if, that you could take from your the relationship of
0: your marriage that you would make sure not to do again, or like, are you using anything that you learned from kind of the demise of your marriage in current relationships?
1: I think I was always ready for a fight because I was fighting for so long in litigation. So I try. I sometimes I'll want to maybe pick a fight because I'll want to see the reaction or um, I think I learned to communicate really well, much better. Was a big thing, like communicate. And um, I've always been the same person, the same person as I was back then, same person when I dated in my twenties, when I had my big career as I am, I've always been like, what what you see is what you get. So there really was no big changes because I really didn't date that much, um, but I am definitely stronger because of everything that I went through, even yep. stronger than I was before. Um, and I feel the most, the, the greatest thing in my life is raising my two kids and seeing them thrive and, and be these amazing, wonderful, beautiful people. Like, I think that's the gift I gave them even through everything that I went through.
0: You're you're, I will say, for you and for anybody out there listening, I mean, you just said you're stronger now than you were then. And there may be some truth to that. But don't discount your strength right. even at that time. With everything that you went through, like you had to be strong to have been able to get through that. And it's unfortunate that divorce kind of like forces everything to the and it makes us see how strong we are. Like I, for teach and I, our cir- circumstances were similar, but different. Both of yeah. our husbands had had affairs, but the way that they, that, you know, the end results were different. Like mm-hmm. I definitely wasn't acknowledging truthfully to myself what was going on in my marriage for a long time. And I also had that TV career and I felt like I had so much going on. My job was so big that like, And I had the kids, my kids that were only two and four at the time, Mm -hmm. like I didn't have the headspace for everything until it was literally in my face. I feel like the reason that I didn't face it prior to that is because I wasn't strong enough to do it. And I think that subconsciously, I really just wasn't ready. But at the end of the day, when push comes to shove, regardless of why or when you find out that you're about to get divorced, it's like all of a sudden the strength kicks in. Right. Yes. And all of a sudden we I realized how strong
1: we are. Strong. I was just probably like a walking zombie because it's yes. so emotionally exhausting. Yeah. Right. And like, God, it just dragged on and on and on. It was just like, never going to end. There believe. was a period, there was a period of time that he did move to, he did move and he moved to Florida. And I had a lot of peace at that time. I think because Some of the financial issues were resolved like alimony or what I like I don't want to really get into this too much, but I think that because when we went to court for to get rid of the alimony and it was only child support at that point. um, He had already planned to move, and I think I for a period of time there was no litigation and I was like so peaceful and you know, there was a part of me, there was moments where I was like, God, are my kids going to be 18 anytime soon? And I hate to say that because I never want to rush time, but you know, we all feel like that, like, God, are they going to be 18? So we can just be done with this. Be done. Yeah.
2: Yeah. But, so but, but. My,
1: my biggest piece of advice is to people is like, don't badmouth your ex. Yeah. yeah. You know, keep, keep the kids out of it. Um, I feel like I kept my kids out of it. And I feel like that's why, they are, they did so well. They, you know, n- they didn't like to have two, two places to live. Um, I don't think it's easy. Any, for none of them do. It shakes yeah. up
2: their life. Yeah. It's not what they know. And, and, they want to be thing, like everybody else.
1: One thing about my co-host that I love, and we talked about this on one of the interviews, um, Daniel Harold, who's such a doll. And, and I'm so grateful that I did launch this podcast, Divorce Doesn't Suck, because I wish I had a community like this when I was going through divorce or that I could listen to a chat like this so I didn't feel alone because I had nothing. I there's a quick story. There was this one girl in my town who I knew was going through a divorce and she was the only person I knew and I didn't really know her. So I remember I was at the elementary school and I'm like, sent her a message. I go, you don't know me, but I think we have something in common. And so we met and I was like grateful for her and her divorce was like way worse than mine even. But I had somebody at that point Right. Um, Yeah. That's exactly why we
2: started X experts because Jessica and I had each other. I mean, we, we had our friendship. We had our married friendship. We Mm -hmm. got each other in our divorces and just also knowing we like our weekends were covered. We made sure we had our kids on the same weekend. So we always had a plan. First new year's Eve was covered mother's day anyhow. holiday I'm either at her or she's at me so like taking that off the plate like not mm-hmm. freaking out about it was a really big deal so we created ex-experts so people know they're not alone and right. it is going to be better and it all does suck but it doesn't it doesn't yourself, suck at the end <laughs> not at um, the end I, I wanted but, to but, it's but it's listen a- you still have to co-parent with someone yes. and I handle business with my ex there's no love lost here and that's also difficult. And, and one thing that my daughter always brings up to me that I catch myself now is I would be like, well, what did your father say? And she's like, my father?
1: <laughs>
2: because if I say dad, it's almost like endearing, you right, know, right. and I don't feel endearing. Yeah. And so that was a shift. So I would just say like, all of it is difficult. Listen to your kids, be an open door of communication for them. They have questions for you as they grow older yep. things are going to come up. You have to co-parent, but be the best mom you can be, which is what you have done. We can only control us. We can't control the other side, but cream rises to the top and look at you now and, um, you know, being an inspiration for others and leading by example for your kids. So
1: if I can like help one person, I feel like I've done my job. I always wanted to build. And have a divorce community um, do something with divorce. I didn't know what it was, and then until I was about to interview Daniel for What's Up with Wendy, and because I saw him on the Tamron Hall show, and then we started talking, and we wanted we created this show together, which which has been a blessing, and and so so great to hear people's stories and how like we get messages saying like, thank you for putting this podcast up. Like I learned so much from it. And that's the greatest thing. But I wanted to finish that story about Daniel. So we were talking about this to one of our guests and he was like, you know, you know, my kids that, you know, they didn't want two houses. So they would come to me, they were supposed to come to me for two dinners a week. And, you know, they didn't really want to come. And so I called my ex-wife and I was like, you know, the kids don't really want to come. They don't really want to be here. And she goes, listen, they don't want to be with me either. They're teenagers. Right. They want to be like, they want to be with their right. friends. They don't want to and he goes, And that made me feel better about that because you know these kids they they have their life too so just because me and my wife are getting divorced and separating doesn't mean they want to follow our schedule right right. exactly so So we've we've
0: learned like how to be flexible and fluid as much as we can because it's true like the, the needs and the arrangements that you make during your divorce agreement when your kids are two and four certainly are not going to be the same when your kids oh are gosh, 15 and that, 17 and yeah. so it is kind of an evolution and a living breathing process over the years which can sometimes make it much more challenging as you've indicated by having to go back to court oh my god we had so
1: many people in our lives we had kids lawyers we had mediators we had guardians yeah it was like now and the court system by the way does that to you well the lawyers too but the court system like they allows this to happen it yeah i really hope they change i really hope it changes one day
0: yeah, well, I think we, we've spoken to a lot of lawyers and even a judge that said similar things in terms of it's it's very antiquated in some ways and there could be ways for it to be updated and modernized. And so hopefully at some point it will. Oh, but,
1: modernized, does it need that, boy? Yeah,
0: well, but, but that's I, why it's encouraged that you do
2: everything you can to avoid it. And if you're like you and me, Wendy, and you can't,
0: then you do the best you can. You but do the best I, you can. I, I feel like, you know, you're you're saying if if you can help one person you've done your job. Like by you telling your story and answering these questions, I think that you will be helping a lot of people because I think that A, as you know, hearing other people's stories, it's Mm -hmm. not from a misery loves company standpoint, but from Mm -hmm. a other people have been where I've been and understand what I'm going through. I'm not the only one. And it helps people to not feel alone. And it helps people to like recognize the kinds of things that they should be focusing on in their own divorce process, which hopefully will help them in theirs, thanks to you. So- And um, surround
1: yourself with really amazing, like I had so many amazing, I have so many amazing friends You're lucky. With, you know, a good tribe, because that helps too. I mean, we, we spent every holiday with the same people, every Thanksgiving, every Christmas, every Jewish holiday with the same people. Um, And that like made our, that was our new tradition. You know, you make things different, things change, but change. They're still good. That's right.
0: So yeah. thank you so much for taking the time to share welcome, your story. Um, for everyone listening, you can find all of Wendy's information on our website, xexperts exexperts.com, <laughs> on her experts page with links to um, all of the ways to get in touch with her, her social, her podcast. But thank you again so much, uh-huh. Wendy. We really appreciate you sharing your story. Thanks for
1: what you guys are doing too. We're in this we're all in this together that's for yes, sure this is the are. new tribe yes it is
0: for everyone out there listening if you know anyone at all who would benefit from what we've talked about today please share this episode and everything x experts be sure and click to subscribe rate and review our divorce etc podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and please follow us on social media at x experts on instagram facebook TikTok, and youtube you can also find so much more, including articles and even the podcast transcripts on our website at www.experts.com. And don't forget to sign up for our newsletter now. When you get X experts in your inbox, you're the first to hear about all of our happenings at events, plus access special discounts and prices. Thanks for listening.